0: So, my dad he's a daddy. Uncle Sam I want to know what you're doing with in okay what was that when I said that they're loco I kind of was a li we're so, just gonna make up rules as we go along show you some
1: R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Uh, anyway oh
0: and chief tell you this I'm gonna start at an 11 i'm gonna take it to about a 15 real quick
1: Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to jack armstrong and joe getty well uh,
0: jack armstrong and joe
1: getty who host the popular uh, radio talk show ask the same question of their listeners and here's their response this is a freak show an intergalactic freak show i
2: give you america itself this is ed mcmahon and now he is Armstrong and Getty, live from
3: Studio C.
2: She's Senator. <laughs>
3: A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody,
2: today, Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Senate procedures, arcane, complex, and I can never remember exactly how it works. (laughs) I've been told 30 times, and every time I forget it within 48 hours. Well, I know about cloture. I kind of know about cloture.
1: Today's the cloture vote? Oh, yeah. What the the hell does that
2: mean? That means you're either going to get cloture or not. What's the matter? What's the matter with you? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a debate to, it's a vote to end the debate, or set a time limit for the debate and have a vote. But then they're going to
3: debate afterwards, or they're all going to speak afterwards? So uh-huh. we're going to hear from all the senators today?
2: Hey, Jim Bob, close your the door. The flies is getting in. But so are we going
3: to hear speeches today?
2: Uh, yes. I believe there's speechifying today. Uh-huh.
3: That's what we're trying to figure out because uh, some of the no votes are still making very strong statements, and um, I guess they're going to get their chance to convince their constituents that they're still battling or
2: whatever, right? Um, but it's all it's all over but the, the vote, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. And now, when that vote happens is in question, as I'm sure you've heard, because the one guy, the one senator's got to be home for his daughter's wedding. The main vote tomorrow, the big vote,
3: right? Where they're going to actually put him on the court, mm-hmm. and give him his gavel. If it is tomorrow, role.
2: you can't have the guy miss his daughter's wedding. Come on
3: now. No, and you need him to get all the votes? Probably.
2: Huh. I'm not Mitch McConnell over here. I, I'm i not sure. That's what I, I hear. I think the First guy's, clue,
4: he's lacking a
3: show. I think the guy's not being a good <laughs> patriot. Well, your daughter can't walk down the aisle by herself? Needs somebody to hold
2: her up for crying out loud. Can you imagine <laughs> if the... Doughboys had had that attitude in WW1. We'd all be speaking Flemish or something. I don't know. I'm a little (laughs) hazy on
3: that one. Anyway, so uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. The the votes at 730. At some point, we're going to be taking uh, angry speeches, which you've heard most of already. So I don't know. I don't know if I need to hear more of the same thing from anyone. Angry speeches
2: by professional
3: liars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goody. Uh, there's our board operator, Michelangelo. How are you this morning, Michael?
0: Good. How I understand it is once the vote, um, is confirmed and if he does get, uh, become a judge, they give him a gavel, a robe, a Trump stake, and a Trump tie. And then that, then he's, you know, he's
3: there. So there's one Republican Senator and they barely have enough votes whose daughter's getting married tomorrow in Montana. But isn't there some big donor somewhere that's got the, the kind of jet that gets you back and forth in like an hour and a half? You'd think, wouldn't you? And so it wouldn't be that big a deal. You have to vote in the morning or the afternoon or whatever. I don't know what time the wedding is. Yeah, but uh, you're flying back and forth. Is that they allowed post. by campaign finance laws? Yeah, we figured out.
2: Yeah, on the way. Do we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have, <laughs> him, have a meet with a constituent at the wedding. There you go. That's all it takes. Yeah, that official. So what are your grievances? That's interesting. Thanks. There yeah. you go.
3: Yeah, exactly. You have one guy at the wedding say, we need more water here in Montana. And then all of a sudden it's a, it's a political cost. He
2: can't vote by phone. I mean, seriously, he can't
3: just. No, you have to be there, which is seems antiquated to me, but. Yeah, that, that some of those votes McCain wasn't at because he was uh, in a hospital bed or in bed at home. Yeah, even though you could you could Facetime him. Hey, it's me. I'm right here. I'm voting yes. Yeah. hello. Yeah.
4: So was that used to be as like a safety guard against fraud?
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Back in the day, though, it just seems like now with modern conveniences, you could have a FaceTime video with some sworn notary publics or whatever around sure. or whatever. Yeah, witness. <laughs> yeah, hold up today's newspapers. <laughs> you know, it wasn't recorded last week. Hilarious. Yeah. Or a wide shot. See, so is make sure there's not a gun over here <laughs> making right. you vote a certain right. way. There is. Uh, Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
4: Doing very well. A uh, a pretty big weekend at the cinemaplex. There's two movies coming out. One makes me sad because uh, uh, Movie Pass is dead. Rip Movie Pass. It's over. I don't. I canceled. It It stopped being what okay. it was. The, the the movies you could see would change on a daily basis, and they were never any good ones. Mm. Um, but the, so this movie Venom. Which is the exact sort of movie that movie Pass was made for, a movie that I would have guaranteed to see on the opening day of if I had the movie pass, but I'm not going to fork over a fresh fifteen bucks to see to see a, a bad movie that was made simply to kind of retain the rights of things. but the big movie this weekend is a star is born this thing's going to be a gigantic box office smash, a lot of shades of uh uh, the Bodyguard, you got Lady Gaga as the star of this one. So, the, the. This
3: is the same A Star is Born every generation has seen already. Exactly. The third time this has been yeah, made. Yes. This one
4: starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, also directed by Bradley Cooper, but uh, this is going to be a, a huge box office uh, success. And he directed it, yes, correct? Yes.
3: This is
2: a dir- directorial debut. Yeah, with Lady Gaga. Somewhere in America, there are two newborn babies one a boy, one a girl. Unless they make a gay Star is Born. And those two little infants are going to star in the next edition of it. Maybe I'll go to that one. This one I'm going to skip.
3: I didn't see the first one with whoever Cary Grant. I don't know who's the first one. Then Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. I haven't seen that one either. I probably won't see this one. So I'll keep my record intact of not seeing a stars is borns. You're the biggest fan I know of not seeing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day, Hardy Marshall.
0: Well, uh, you
1: know, gentlemen, I took another dip in the love pool yesterday after work and I've got to tell you, I came out dry. <laughs> 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 Ouch. <laughs> oh, geez. So I'm heading into the Halloween holiday season, a very single gentleman. We'll have full revelations later today at ArmstrongAndGetty.com. There's
3: plenty of time, and I, I think you'll be fine getting through Halloween alone. But uh, <laughs> everybody would like a, a companion <laughs> for a year, your Thanksgivings and your Christmases Indeed. and your New Year's Eves.
1: Indeed.
3: And uh, we've got plenty of time for that. All right. So we're going to make that happen. <sighs> uh, we keep mentioning it on the air, they're coming out of the woodwork.
2: That's where you want a girlfriend from,
0: the yes, woodwork. coming out of the woodwork.
2: <laughs> you know, that's an expression that refers to insects,
3: you yes. realize.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, wow. You don't
3: want to end up with insects. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, October 5th of the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All
2: right, then. Let's get started. According to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. Mark. Hey!
3: Hey, hey, ho, ho. Kavanaugh's got to go. What do you think you're accomplishing when you do that sort of thing on either side? Rallying people. Okay. I just. Some people, I've never been involved in a protest like that, and some people seem to do it all the time, Mm -hmm. especially your celebrity types. I saw, who's the female comedian that everybody likes so much? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer yes. got arrested yesterday.
4: Niece huh? of Chuck Schumer. She was very happy about that.
1: Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, nation's long cavernoscopy coming to an end. Trump at a rousing rally polls up, 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 thanks to Democrats. And Twitter still alive with fake news. Stories coming up minutes from now. Unemployment number
3: today set another record. Why the Republicans aren't running on only the economy? Me and a lot of strategists don't understand. But uh, how does Mailband look?
2: Oh, it's good. It's good. It's uh, it includes a positive Sean sighting in the wild. <laughs> what? <laughs> and wow. the, the description of the scientist who observed
3: it. <laughs> uh, it'll have to wait for clips of the week. And it was a heck of a week. We got that on the way too. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The
2: conscience of the nation
0: The Armstrong and Getty show
3: Well, the awards season that I care about is over. The Nobel Peace Prize is out and I was shut out for the week. None of the MacArthur Genius Awards, none of the Nobel Prizes, once again. I thought my work with Sam and Henry over the past year at least should have earned me a nod for the Peace Prize. At least a nomination. Trying to get two young brothers to get along on various things.
2: Uh, I haven't always succeeded, but I think we've made a dent. Well, that's, you know, better than Obama did, which he knew and was embarrassed <laughs> yeah, oh, by. Yeah. yeah, not his fault. No, not, not at all. Mailbag coming up in... No, all right. It was me. It was me. (laughs) My bad. Uh, Joe gets so
3: focused on cloture votes that he just can't focus. Oh, my
2: God. I'm just so nervous. I haven't eaten. I love a good cloture vote. Let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. I'm going to start at an 11. I'm going to take it to about a 15 real quick.
0: Now, I don't happen to think a professional politician, because I think we're in a new age, I don't think a professional politician is going to be there at the end of the day. I've always said it's going to be someone like Oprah or an Avenatti or somebody that's more media savvy.
1: But one way to tell that someone is not the real Bruce Springsteen is that he asked to borrow (laughs) $11,000. You ought to put down the bong. This is a freak show, an intergalactic freak show.
0: I'm not a drinker. I've never had alcohol. I've just, you know, for whatever reason. Can you imagine if I had, what a mess I'd be? But on the other hand, we can't have this on the court. We we simply can't. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars.
4: The report says as a toddler, Donald Trump was earning more than many adults, $200,000 a year from his father Fred's businesses.
0: Susan's bedding was too uncomfortable. Yeah, vote Trump. I keep other
1: people awake at night. I am the danger. A guy opens his
2: door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks.
3: By the way, the uh, Kavanaugh from Saturday Night Live. What? (laughs) <laughs> um, he's got a, uh, a, a an opinion piece out in the Wall Street Journal today in which he says he may have gone too far, been a little too worked
2: up. Uh, Kavanaugh, yeah. not Matt Damon. Kavanaugh. No. Right.
3: Kavanaugh says he got a little too fired up, a little too excited. Probably should have got let his tone get out of control. So he either admits that or feels like he needs to admit that.
2: Yeah. I think perhaps somebody uh, put a bug in his ear, as they say. Yet another weird old-timey insect reference. <laughs> Uh, To say, listen, kind of the last uh, straw, the last hurdle is uh, say, yeah, I got a little hot. I'm normally not that hot. What? Mailbag? Your freedom-loving quote of the day from F.A. Hayek, great thinker, economist. The curious task of economics is to demonstrate to men how little they really know about what they imagine they can design. That's why I love them so bad. I love them so bad. The idea that a centrally planned economy can be more successful than a free market is hubris that rises to the level of gigantic stupidity.
3: You want a little light reading for the weekend? Grab yourself some Fritz Hayek. I think you'll enjoy it.
2: Oh, a laugh per page. (laughs) It's great. And here's your crime a day. Nobody knows how how many federal laws there are. They haven't even tried to count them in like 30 years. Uh, 26 U.S. Code, uh, paragraph 568727CFR25.36 makes it a federal crime to store full kegs of beer in the same part of a brewery as empty kegs of beer.
3: Oh, man. How did that become a federal law? Federal law. I wonder what the case was that they brought that to happen.
2: Or what lobbyists wanted to accomplish whatever yeah, to eliminate yeah. competition. Right. Uh, let's see. I was walking a block away from my apartment, <clears throat> writes uh, Chris. Earbuds in listening to the A&G podcast when I looked up to see the disheveled screen t-shirt wearing positive Sean. I've watched your YouTube videos. I have a good idea what Sean looks like, and I swear to you it was him. (laughs) People are are looking at those. Uh If it wasn't, he must be made aware there is a convincing doppelganger (laughs) walking around town, completely destroying his good name. Probably getting lots of chicks. (laughs) A couple of brief (laughs) observations on positive Sean in person. Much taller than I expected. Two, pulls off the T-shirt look well. Three, though rugged and scrappy looking, he had a finesse, a suave about him. I'm not sure that's <laughs> how you is, use that word. This is all very accurate. that I'm sure serves him well. Mm. It's a very detailed description of having caught a glimpse of you somewhere. I'd have shot him with a tranquilizer dart. and Tagged yeah. him for migration Exactly. <laughs> uh, then uh, Chris mentions he's he listened- never leaves home. <laughs> he's listened to the show since sixth grade, is now 31 years old. That's not helping. Uh, And he says, you gents have played a larger role in shaping my political and cultural affiliations than anything else. Your influence was so great even that I worked my way up to working in the Obama White House back in 2013, lying on my application and interviews about who I voted for and what I thought, seeing as I am a conservative libertarian. That's a whole different story, though. That's a story we would love to hear, sir. Uh, Now that I'm out of a political career, had to leave that racket. You guys are happily my only connection to American political life, and I couldn't be happier. Um still working on getting the wife to be a fan. Wish me luck. Well, good luck with that, Chris. Or I'd dump her. Can't get her to come around? Keep moving. Keep looking. Like Marshall. Hope springs eternal. Divorce lawyers need work, too. That's right. Perhaps you'll get a chance to see Michael
3: pumping gas someday. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Some other minor celebrity spotting.
2: Me idly looking at golf shoes in a store someday.
3: Jack stared at the choices of mayonnaise for an extraordinarily long time.
2: <laughs> though rugged and what was <laughs> the running here? Uh, though uh, rugged and scrappy looking, Jack had a finesse, a <laughs> suave about him. Uh, hey, I love the running saga of Jack and his elevator, pal. For those just tuning in, Jack is creeping out a young woman who works in the building. I'm not trying to. Every time she gets on the elevator with him. Uh, let's see. Wanted to share something I do in my building. It's an 18-story building. We're on the fourth floor, so sometimes when my coworkers and I get off, I'll loudly ask them, so they say the flesh-eating thing isn't contagious anymore? <laughs> or, it's crazy you could come back to work with chicken pox before the elevator door is shut. <laughs> KSPPS keeps stoking people's psychosomatic symptoms. Symptoms.
3: Oh, jeez. Yeah,
2: that's funny. I was at a party in 1993, writes E. I witnessed Justice Sotomayor blackout. When should the impeachment hearings start? All we need in 2018 is an accusation, right? The the witnesses may not corroborate with me, but that is no longer uh, necessary. And if I speak in Washington with a somber voice, the senators had better believe me, right? Hey, the argument's
3: over your side won, so you
2: can... I think. Relax. I think. What about old murky Murkowski? And then this one. So Senator Bob Menendez has been accused of having sex with teenage prostitutes? um his accusers must be believed right there's no need to go any further the accusation is all that matters isn't it uh yeah it's funny old menendez i forgot that myself but yeah he and his fat criminal buddy um were known to be uh yeah going to island uh sex retreats and mm-hmm. sexing up uh Young, young women who were sex slaves.
3: So I know you like Judge Napolitano, who regularly appears on Fox. I did, do. Did you see his appearance on the FBI report? I did. He uh, he 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 thinks it was not good that they they them not interviewing Kavanaugh or Ford was a real mistake.
2: Yeah, you know it's funny. I uh, I love the judge. I about. Three-quarters of the time, roughly, I think, wow, you're right on. And about a quarter of the time, I think, what the hell are
3: you thinking? Well, his argument right. is, how do you do an investigation about two people without talking to those two people? The other side of the argument is, they were talked to by 30 people for,
2: like, 12 hours. Yeah, for many, many hours, and, and have been room. questioned behind the scenes. Right. On an ongoing basis before and after that I am su- testimony. I am sur- and r- the FBI is there to help the Senate committee.
3: I am surprised, though, that there wouldn't be a... Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? I mean, how long would that take? One phone call or whatever?
2: Yeah, I got to admit, it seems a little odd to me, but I think what what the FBI thought was that, all right, we have the allegations in at great length and detail from Dr. Ford, for instance... Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll go see if we can corroborate any of it.
3: One of the stories is if the, um, if the D's take the house, will they investigate this whole process? And will we learn more about it if there's anything to learn um, about the FBI investigation or anything?
2: And finally, this from Andy says, this is the best band name ever. I opened the email thinking, oh, yeah. It's a headline from a tabloid. China Ferrari sex orgy death crash. It's a little long. you just gonna use part of it. You gotta probably use like the initials or part of it. China Ferrari's playing. You know, real fans would know the full name. China Ferrari sex orgy deathcraft. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Marshall's news next. We got a Senate vote at some point this morning on the Armstrong and Getty Show. A website called Literary Hub that came up with your favorite writers ranked by height.
2: <laughs> Finally. Let's well, take a look at that.
3: <laughs> I'm not reading
2: any short writers. Puny little scribes. Who wants them?
3: Maybe I have. Uh, Truman Capote's pretty short. I've read most of his stuff. Oh, he's
2: a teeny little fella. 5'4". Yeah.
3: He's a good tall writer I could enjoy. Uh, there was no Nobel Prize for Stephen literature. Stephen King's lanky, isn't he? Michael Crichton, 6'9. There you Oh, whoa, 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 Wow. Is it, yeah. Giant.
2: Towering. No wonder he wrote about dinosaurs.
3: Thomas Wolfe, Bonfire the Vanities and uh, The Right Stuff, all that. 6'6. Six, yeah. six, I had no idea. He was oh, there yeah, Strapping. There you go.
1: Anyway. Also read three Shakespeare's. That's hilarious. <laughs> your
3: favorite writers <laughs> by height.
1: <laughs> uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the nation's unemployment rate is the lowest in almost half a century. Labor Department reports this morning the jobless rate fell to 3.7% in September, lowest since 1969. That is really incredible. What's most incredible is that it gets so little
3: attention, all this economic stuff. Part of it is the media, but part of it is the Republicans aren't making as big a deal about it as they should. I saw a strategist, a Republican strategist and a Democrat strategist on one of your talk tables saying um, they need to talk to... The people that ran Clinton's campaign in '92, Carvel, it's the economy, stupid. Mm-hmm. With when James Carvel came up with the idea, if they ask you about Iran, if they ask you about capital punishment, no matter what they ask you about, talk about the economy. His economy was bad or perceived to be bad at the time. And so you just make it about that. I don't understand why the Republicans and the president aren't doing exactly the same thing. I don't care what they ask you about. Talk Mm -hmm. about the
2: Dow and the unemployment rate. I heard it uh, posited by a strategist, and I found this very persuasive. He said you can't win elections based on what you've done. It's got to be what you're going to do the future. And so he said he doesn't think harping on look how good the economy is, look what we've done would work. You've got to somehow promise people something. So the economy... I I don't know that he was right, but I thought that was an interesting perspective. it's the
3: economy stupid worked because they were focusing on, we'll make the economy better in the future. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't... uh, I'm not sure I believe it. I'm not sure I believe that either. I don't know that that, that's the way I look at things. Right. Right. Things are good
2: now. I'd like to hold on to it. Well, and I think you could explain very briefly and simply, because when you're explaining, you're losing, they say in politics, but... You could explain, the economy's roaring because we've taken the shackles off. You're getting raises because we've deregulated. The Democrats want to regulate again, and you'll soon be homeless. You'll be forced to eat stray cats. You know, that sort of thing. Talk about the economic doom that will come from electing a liberal. Go negative, that's what I say. Or it's an understanding
3: that... The 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 economy is cyclical, no matter what you do, and this won't be around come election day. And if you cyclical,
2: I mean unhealthy.
3: If you tout it and tout it and tout it, come election day, I'm feeling a little cyclical. Not the midterms, but the presidential election. By then, if you're touting it all the time, it'll be
2: on a negative slide almost certainly. Right. Well, yeah. The the uh, recent run, economic run, is uh, long. Historically speaking, incredibly long. Think about your own personal uh, uh, party life. The higher the high, the lower the low.
0: Yeah. And Uh, uh,
2: it checks
3: out. I don't
2: know. (laughs) Are you saying the economy is going to be lying on the bathroom floor, groaning and hating itself?
3: Saying, I'm never doing that again.
2: Wrapped around the
1: toilet like it was a lover?
3: (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that. The porcelain embrace.
1: Oh. The Senate.
3: I'm more of a lean my cheek up against the wall in the shower guy. (laughs) Oh,
1: each their own. (laughs) (laughs) The Senate ready to take a key procedural vote. It's going to be at 7:30 this morning, West Coast time, on whether to advance Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court. Meanwhile, more demonstrations expected today after Capitol Police arrested over 300 people protesting against the Kavanaugh nomination yesterday. Among those arrested, comedian Amy Schumer. She was in the crowd as well. Meanwhile, President Trump is saying Americans are rejecting the Democrats' attempts to destroy his Supreme Court nominee at a rally in Minnesota last night. Trump was saying...
0: But all you have to do is look at the polls over the last three or four days, and it shows that their rage-fueled resistance is starting to backfire at a level that nobody has ever seen before. Nobody's ever seen it. Up 11, up 10, up 14, nobody's ever seen this before. It's
3: pretty interesting. Uh, Kavanaugh writes in the Wall Street Journal today, I was very, emotion- um, very emotional last Thursday, more so than I have ever been. I might have been too emotional at times. I know that my tone was sharp and I said a few things I should have not have said. I hope everyone can understand that blah, 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 because of the pressure as a son, as a dad, blah, 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 yeah, Um, but he, uh, he felt like he needed to say something, I get it.
2: I just, I'm ready for it to be over. He can't. The, the arguments yeah. have grown so stupid to my mind that it, they're they are not even worth entertaining. It's just not
1: fun. I think it's, it's over. It's like
2: playing basketball against a four-year-old.
1: I think I mean, it's, it's over. Oh, I will
2: do that all day. <laughs> <laughs> He's not getting a
0: point. Yeah. But the it! Again. Get that crap out of here!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kicking off the National League's postseason playoffs at Dodgers. Bats were hot last night. The 1-0 is a fly ball into center field. Going back is NC Arte at the wall. He looks up, and it's a three run home run for Max Muncie. And the Dodgers take a 4 0 lead. Dodgers topping the Braves 6 0, and the uh, Brewers beat the Rockies 3 to 2, getting the win on a two run single in the 10th inning. That's Look at Your News. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. All the teams I
2: care about are out, so I'm going to angrily angrily state my non-watching anytime baseball comes up. I don't care. I don't care. Because? Because my teams are out. I don't care who wins. <laughs> oh, wow. really? okay. I'm I'm planning to be butthurt clear through the World <laughs> oh, Series. Geez. That's my plan. Did you see the game last night? No, I didn't. <laughs> God,
3: last year I when I got on the Houston uh, Astros train, that was some of the best baseball I've ever seen in my life.
2: That was so much fun. That was a great series. Um, so you're just going to wait for the World Series, listen to who the favorite is, and become a lifelong fan well, of them. I often go with the underdog
3: because ah, rooting for yeah. the underdog is fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Chuck Grassley's talking right now. We'll dip into some of the speechifying before they get to the vote. Because I know some senators still want to say some strong stuff to, uh, I guess, satisfy their constituents. Because it's not going to change any votes at this point. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Karen is running against a far left Democrat, Tina Smith, who nobody knows who the hell she is. Who is she? <laughs> she was appointed. She took a wacky guy's place. That guy was—he was wacky. <laughs> oh my God! What did he fold up like a wet rag? Talking huh?
2: about Al Franken. Man, fold up like a wet rag.
0: Man, he was gone so fast. Woo! Like the metaphor, fold up like a wet rag. He was gone so fast. I don't want to mention Al Franken's name. Okay, so I won't. Move. He was gone. He was gone so fast. It was like, oh, he did something. Oh, I resign. I quit. I quit. Wow. He was gone, and he was replaced by somebody that nobody ever heard of. (laughs) (laughs) The
2: Trump after-dinner circuit continues, this time in Minnesota. Oh, my God. What a unique style. I'd
3: say. Um, Now, other
4: presidents didn't do rallies like this even when they were endorsing other candidates in the past, right? Or am I just blanking that out? Like this? Well, nobody's just done doing it like li- this. Well, just in terms of
2: <laughs> live appearances. Uh, to rally oh, during yeah. midterms, yeah. But Oh, it, oh heck yeah. It, They're just so damn dull. Nobody's yeah. they just, ever listened okay. to them or reported on yeah. them. Or, yeah, I it, mean, w- they may get a quick mention. When
3: but. Obama or Bush went to Cleveland to try, to try to rally Ohioans, it didn't make the news because it was just more. And economic numbers are good and, you know, more right, of that. Right, right. Ann
2: Jones needs your support. Yeah. yeah. Ann Jones is working for the people of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's not going to make the news because right. he wasn't doing a, uh, some sort of vaudeville routine. <laughs> so J.R.R. J. R. Tolkien, who wrote those unreadable books, in my opinion, was 5'8 and a half. The Hobbit books, right? I'm looking at more of your favorite writers ranked by five, height. 5'8 half? They're not bad for his time. A lot of six-footers. Kafka, Hemingway, Maya Angelou. Just all for a woman. Uh, all six-foot. Favorite writers ranked by height. Who <laughs> took
4: the time to do this? Uh, my best friend. My new best friend. I, I've never met this person, but we <laughs> could hang
3: out. So did you? I've talked about this. Carl, I don't know how to say his name. Carl Ove The guy who's written the uh, his sixth and final volume of his life called My Life, called Mein Kampf is the name of the book in the language it's written in, mm. uh, which has been a huge literary success. Gazillions of copies sold all around the world. And it's just an exhaustive writing of his life. And the sixth and final volume is out. A total of 9,000 pages. Oh. Has this guy done anything? or? Uh, well, he's yeah. a writer before this, but this is all what's right. made him famous. And he used to be on Charlie Rose all the time, and they yeah. would go deep into each book and everything. So they're supposed to be great, but I started it, and it's so exhaustive. I mean, like, two paragraphs about some incident in third grade. I mean, just... Endlessly, Why? it's supposed to be one of the greatest like glimpses inside of a human being.
2: Okay, so like his thought processes and his soul and his doubts and his loves and that sort of stuff. And how it is all of us, how we all, sure. you know, it's the same things
3: we all go through. But yeah, okay. I don't know, nine thousand pages. Anyway, his sixth volume is out. If you would like,
2: and if you needed to know it, he's six foot three. <laughs> wow. Um, I- I- How much? uh, I don't know. The unexamined life is not worth living, said some wag. I'm unsure of his height or weight. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure I agree. Yeah. uh, How much examination? I used to think
3: that was a hugely important thing, but I'm not sure I agree. How much
2: introspection is too much? Well, uh, yeah. A little goes a long way. Shall we one more time? (laughs) If you don't know what introspection is, you need to take a long, hard (laughs) look at yourself. (laughs) So, uh, bombshell revelation coming out that's getting no uh, attention on the uh, collusion question. We'll have that for you next hour. So,
3: Senator Dianne Feinstein is currently speaking on the uh, Senate floor. We listened to a little of Chuck Grassley. Here, it's, let's let's turn her up briefly. Okay.
2: Teddy Roosevelt cheated at golf.
3: That's another There's ageism. D- Dianne so D- Feinstein. Is, was there. that what is that? What that? I is? don't think that was her. Um. We. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. We have uh, we listened to a little of the Chuck Grassley speak during the commercials. It's the same stuff you've heard. They're restating the positions on both sides. Yeah. Um, when they get to the voting at around 730, if there are important speeches happening, then we will bring it to you. The voting is usually a silent affair, and uh, we'll have to do the play-by-play, I guess, as we look at the screen and see how the votes are coming in.
4: I will be playing the role of the nays. Joe will be playing the role of the gays.
2: <laughs> that the yeas and nays are coming in. I'll and, use a uh, variety of inflections and regional accents. It <laughs> should be fabulous. Uh, we got a great note from Eddie in, in San Diego talking about how he thinks this, this uh, Kavanaugh go-around could really hurt DI-FI in California. Because moderate or Republican or Libertarian voters who considered her the, the lesser of two evils, uh, over old uh, Kevin DeLeon, who, who is he's a communist, um, and an open borders guy. Dianne Feinstein is way to the right of the state. R- right, right. But she is so disgusted, anybody to the right of Barbara Streisand in this whole go-round, both with her being wildly out of touch and way past her prime and, and falling in line with the, uh, the assassination of a good man's character and a lot of people's point of view, that a lot of those votes that would be cast for Difi won't be. Um, again, I credit uh, Eddie with his uh, Eddie in San Diego with that theory. Uh, I don't think it's a bad one.
3: Boy, this whole thing is certainly up in the air. The enthusiasm gap uh, closing so fast around this, and now Republicans and Democrats up around ninety percent who see this midterm election as very important. Will that uh, manifest itself and turn out? I don't know. All the time, you got whipped up crowds, and then it comes voting day, and they just don't show up, which is. One of the most amazing things to me, fall politics is all at all, is you can watch these heated debates and issues get hot and hot and hot, and then come election day, and about thirty percent of people go out and vote. Right? And think what
2: was all that about?
3: Right. I am usually grateful for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For my liking, but it's, it's 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 something. But so we'll see if this is an unusual midterm. Uh, you know everything is unusual right now. the The enthusiasm around Trump and everything else is is unlike anything anybody's ever seen. So who knows? Maybe it'll be an outlier, and this will this will have presidential level
2: turnouts. I don't know. I wonder. I wouldn't be shocked by that, but that would be the long shot. And that would be the do- the dark horse result.
3: So this Republican who um says he's he will miss the vote to attend
2: his daughter's wedding if he has to. You would skip the vote for your daughter's wedding, putting selfish, selfish needs before his country. I've changed my mind on this one. You would... Plus, it's more fun. To, <laughs> oh yeah, it's more to fun have to have do that do point this way. of view. Yeah. Yes.
3: You couldn't just find somebody that looks kind of like you and uh,
2: have them walk your daughter down the aisle. That beloved uncle, right? He's got, he's got most of your DNA anyway. Sure. Or have your wife do it. Let's not be sexist here. Right. That's what the way you play it.
3: Right. In this ha- in this Me Too movement where women haven't been heard. Mom is going to walk her down the aisle.
2: And give her away. I'll be in D.C. voting on something that could have been voted on any freaking time. Why'd you pick today? Yeah, why'd you have to pick today? A Saturday, at least make it Monday through Friday, Mitch, you big old turtle you. You would have thought that perhaps uh, uh, Mitch and his staff would have,
3: would have run through everybody. Now, is everybody going to be available on Saturday? Yeah. Um... Well, maybe the guy didn't ask for the day off. you got to get it on
2: the calendar.
3: That's true. It's a Saturday. He probably just assumed, I'm, I'm okay on a Saturday, first week in October. Sure. Yeah. Well,
2: that'll be interesting. I'll we'll hold the vote Monday, for God's sake. Yeah, we'll the be
3: fine. Koch brothers can't get some sort of supersonic jet to fly him from D.C. to Montana in 45 minutes? Have for Elon somebody? Musk
2: and lend him a rocket. Yeah. Something. Yeah, you'd think. Finally, Jack, this story. Ben and Jackie Belknap from Salt Lake City got home from something or other, and noticed uh, an envelope missing when they looked for it. It was very important because that uh, envelope, or do you say envelope? I don't. Contained $1,060. They're diehard University of Utah football fans. They've been saving up money to pay back Ben's parents for season tickets and were just ready to pay it back, and they couldn't find the envelope. They... uh, Digging through the trash, under the rugs, in the drawers, in the couch, even the garbage. uh, In that compulsive, illogical way we all do when we're missing something, where we look three times in the same place for some reason. Right. Uh, They finally found the envelope. Uh, It was in the shredder. Thousand tiny pieces, including the cash. Their two-year-old had seen Mama shredding something and thought that looked cool. So did that to the, the, uh, the money. Shredded a thousand bucks. That's right, 1,060. First, mom cried, just for a minute. Then they both laughed. Wow, what else are you going to do? Yeah, what else are you going to do? The Bureau of Engraving and Printing offers a solution in the event that a toddler destroys hundreds of dollars by accident. Has an entire mutilated currency division. Oh, I didn't know that. I figured you were just out of luck.
3: Yeah. You hear a lot about what millennials think? Well, men and women millennials are split on a lot of big issues. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.